0: Howdy, Who Thunkers. This is the host of the Who to Thunkin' podcast, Zeb, coming at you. Episode 138, titled, Philly Bombed Itself, because it did. Um, Not really a happy story, but anyway, before we get into that, um, a bombing story, let's talk about the recommendation segment, something completely, has nothing to do, like, completely removed from the actual... (laughs) The actual episode. I do this every episode, recommendation segment. I've been doing it since like episode 30 or something like that. So that's where I recommend you do something. Check something out, piece of media, or, you know, try a new hobby or something. This week, I recommend you go back and watch some old home movies. This past week, I was back in my hometown area, staying at my mom's place. She mentioned she had dozens of DVDs that she had. Years ago, she had our home videotapes. Yes, actual tapes, like the VHS. Um, I know... (laughs) gen zers might not have much experience at all with tapes but yeah they're actual tapes she had those converted to dvds good thing she did because i can actually do stuff with dvds with a modern laptop i have no idea what to do with a tape no idea how to there's like no machines left to do anything with tapes i told her it would be easy to upload those dvds to youtube so our entire family could access them at any time She lit up, you know, she got a laptop and a USB disc, disc writer. And by the time guests were showing up for Thanksgiving dinner, I had uploaded hours of home videos. So I put them on YouTube. I put them either on mute or really low volume, just had them in the background because people ate at some point and then more people showed up. So there wasn't like a set. Hey, let's everyone sit and eat and talk. So I had something on the background. My grandmother was glued to the TV as they played hours of us living our lives back in the 90s and early 2000s. My grandfather, Patrick, Pawpaw, as we all know him, passed away a few years ago, and it was very special to show her videos of him. Um, Now she can access those videos anytime. The videos of him saying, I love you, dear, you know, on their anniversary, you know, kissing each other, exchanging cards. So really nice stuff if you don't have home videos of your family, uh, then perhaps you can go back and look uh, through some old photos with your family. And I know home videos and old photos might bring up some old wounds for people. Um, You know, my parents separated ages ago and the videos we watched had them still together. I'm that's not something that is like an old wound for me, but I would say it was worth it. You know, it didn't I didn't find myself wishing to go back to those days and and become the person i was i saw in those videos but i did find myself being reminded of my childhood self the joy potential and imagination i saw in my childhood eyes woke something up in me you know not to mention it reminded how far that i have come as a person since i was a kid the things that it, that i've i've grown and how i've become better as a person it's a special thing so i recommend you reflect on your past with some home videos pictures or any way that you can if those aren't available to you I put some pictures that I took from those home videos on the blog, and I did do a Facebook post with even more photos, so check those out. Now for the main event, completely switching gears here from a touching family moment from Thanksgiving, and I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving, uh, but now we're switching gears to uh, the time Philly bombed itself. May 19th, 1985, the Philadelphia police dropped a bomb on a, Philadelphian, a Philadelphia residential block they let the fires blaze for over an hour and a half before allowing fire and rescue to respond. It was awful. And how that's related? Well, who they dropped the bombs on was MOVE, M-O-V-E, spelled all caps but not an acronym. Revolutionary movement founded by John Africa. MOVE, originally the Christian Movement for Life, is a communal organization that advocates, that advocates for nature, laws, and natural living. Founded in 1972 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, United States. Um, John Africa was born Vincent Leopard. The name styled in an all, all capitals letters is not an acronym. MOVE lived in a communal setting in western Philadelphia, abiding by philosophies of anarcho-primitivism. The group combined revolutionary ideology, similar to that of Black Panthers, with work for animal rights. So the group's name MOVE is not an acronym, like I said. Its founder, John Africa, chose this name to say what they intended to do. Members intended to be active because they say everything that's alive moves. If it didn't, it wouldn't be stagnant dead. It would be stagnant dead. (laughs) When members greet each other, they say on the move. When the organization that would become MOVE was founded in 1972, John Africa was functionally illiterate. John Africa dictated his thoughts to Donald Glassy, a social worker from the University of Pennsylvania, and created what he called... The Guidelines, as the basis of his communal group. Africa and his mostly African-American followers wore their hair in dreadlocks as popularized by the Caribbean Rastafari movement. MOVE advocated a radical form of green politics and a return to hunter-gatherer society while stating their opposition to science, medicine, and technology. Members of MOVE identify as deeply religious and advocate for life. They believe that as... All living beings are dependent. Their lives should be treated as equally important. They advocate for justice that is not always based within institutions. MOVE members believe that for something to be just, it must be just for all living creatures. As John Africa had done, his followers changed their surnames to Africa to show reverence to what they regarded as their mother continent. In 2018, uh, an article about the group by Ed hilkington of the guardian described their political views as a strange fusion of black power and flower power the group that formed in the early 1970s melded the revolutionary ideology of the black panthers with the nature and animal-loving communalism of the 1960s hippies you might characterize them as black liberationists uh come echo warriors (laughs) He noted the group also functioned as an animal rights advocacy organization. Pinkle Pilkington quoted members Janine Africa, who wrote to him from prison. We demonstrated against puppy mills, zoos, circuses, and form of enslavement of animals. We demonstrated against Three Mile Island and industrial pollution. We demonstrated against police brutality, and we did so uncompromisingly. Slavery never ended. It was just disguised. John Africa and his followers lived in a commune in a house owned by Glassy in the Powelton Village section of West Philadelphia. As activists, they staged bullhorn, amplified, profanity-laced demonstrations against institutions that they opposed, such as zoos and speakers whose views they opposed. Move activities were scrutinized by law enforcement authorities, particularly under the administration of Mayor Frank Rizzo, Mayor of Philadelphia, a former police commissioner. Yeah, a mayor who's a former police commissioner. Yeah. Known for his hard line against activist groups. In 1977, three MOVE members were jailed for inciting a riot, occasioning further tension, protest, armed displays from the group. Local news broadcasts labeled the MOVE revolutionaries as unwanted, saying they lived in a city while acting as if it were the forest, ignoring modern plumbing, trash collection, and pest control. According to local news, MOVE wanted to overthrow the corrupt government um, and go back to more natural ways of doing things. Philadelphia Mary F- Mayor Frank Rizzo gave an interview on camera stating the group should be in prison. So the government from which they live directly and the local government, the, the the city of Philadelphia, run by a guy who hates them, who has a history of hating people like them. The media painted move as vile people who spoke in obscenities and barked over a loudspeaker day and night over Osage Avenue, their headquarters. Former move member Ramona Africa states, all of this is a lie. She says MOVE spent most of their time getting along with the local community and taking their children to the park. That's it. They just got along with people, according to Ramona, Africa. Um, so who do you believe here? I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just giving you the different sides of the story here. Um, the police and the media said they were vile, awful people, and they caused riots and stuff. Um, Ramona, Africa, a uh, uh, surviving member of this of MOVE, says that's all a lie. When MOVE was, and she said the loudspeaker stuff was a lie too, that was on video. I saw loudspeakers being broadcasted to the neighborhood, yelling obscenities about stuff, so who knows. When MOVE was accused of murdering a Philly cop, Officer Ramp, in 1978, the city went in with fire hoses and bulldozers to quote-unquote evict the group. Shots were fired and nine MOVE members were arrested. They were given 30 to 100 year sentences. To this day, former Move uh, members deny the movement was involved in the murder of the officer Ramp. Basically, a bullet entered Officer Ramp's skull from above, and all of the um, Move members were in the basement of the home, so they claim there's no way that could have happened. So, I, you know, there is some scrutiny. I mean, there is some uh, controversy there. You know, what what do you believe? I don't know. I wasn't there. On May 13th, 1985, Mother's Day, hundreds of police went to Osage Avenue and demanded, quote, the Bizarre Back to Nature mo- group move to come outside and submit to the cops. The standoff went on throughout the day. That night, the police commissioner Greg Sambor got on the loudspeaker and said, "Attention, move. This is America. You have 15 minutes to come out." Eventually tear gas, uh, they didn't come out. Eventually tear gas and water hoses were used to try and evict move. The members went to the basement to, to seek shelter, uh, but then the water that was being used from the hoses began to fill up in the basement, and um, yeah, not good. Once the tear gas began to enter the basement, according to Ramona Africa, MOVE started to come out of the front of the house and their children, but the cops started to shoot into the house. So MOVE returned fire, and nobody really came out of the house. When the shots stopped, there was silence for days. Ramona says it was so quiet for so long that they thought... They were safe and clear. That's, you know, wasn't the case. That's when they dropped the bomb. So what we have here is a standoff. The city had said, hey, we need you out. There's complaints. We need you out of this place. They'd already kicked them out of another home. Now they're kicking out of another, this other one in Osage Avenue. They come in. They said, hey, come out. And they said, hey, if you want us to come out, you could have come and arrest us. You had if you had a warrant, all that stuff. But they didn't. Um, the move members thought, hey, they want to kill us, not arrest us. So they hid when they hid. The cops used the hose. They used the tear gas, then members started to come out, that's when fire started to erupt, who knows who shot first, doesn't say anywhere, I bet the cops do have it written in their report, but then there's, the fire ceased for a while and that that lasted for days. Then the police dropped a bomb. The house shook violently, then began to heat up from the bomb's fires. When the smoke started to bellow into the basement, the MOVE members knew that their home was on fire. So, not great. The police had dropped bombs to evict one family and wound up burning down two blocks of houses in Philadelphia. Police Chief Sandborg told the fire commission to let the fire burn for an hour and a half, and the media ate it up. I mean, that's—why would you do that? As the move members began to flee their home with their children, the police opened fire— Ramona Africa, while burnt, was handcuffed and taken to the hospital. Meanwhile, bodies, after, bodies and bodies of, of her moved family were being re- discovered at the site. Five children and six adults, dead. The only person arrested and put on trial was Ramona Africa. The jury found Ramona guilty of arson and conspiracy. Arson! The, co- the cops caused the fire put one of the victims of their, of their own fire on trial and she was convicted 13 months to 7 years she did the full 7 years $33 million of taxpayer money was spent rebuilding the two blocks destroyed by the fire the houses that replaced them were poor quality sinking foundation leaking roofs and poor electric work these were the projects they burned down two blocks and built projects with taxpayer money $33 million worth of it the firefight ended So here's the official Wikipedia um, summary here. The firefight ended when a police helicopter dropped two bombs onto the roof of the MOVE compound, a townhouse located at 6221 Osage Avenue. The resulting fire killed six MOVE members and five of their children and destroyed 65 houses in the neighborhood. The police bombing was strongly condemned. The MOVE survivors later filed a civil suit against the city of Philadelphia, and the Philadelphia Police Department... Um, and were awarded $1.5 million in a 1996 settlement 10 years later. Other residents displayed by the destruction, or displaced by their destruction of the bombing filed a civil suit against the city, and in 2005 were awarded $12.83 million in damages in a jury trial. Kids. The cops killed five kids. That is all that I need to know to make up my mind on this matter. I'm sure MOVE wasn't com- wasn't comprised of only saints who wanted to be at peace with the world. I'm sure they were annoying to their neighbors with their loudspeakers and displays of firearms. I don't know all the details. I wasn't there. I only heard what the media had to say and what a MOVE survivor, Ramona Africa, had to say in the interviews. And so Ramona Africa, she's going to be biased, of course. And the media, they're only going to give you what, you know, they know. But then they're only going to d- tell you what is going to put butts and seats watching their content but the fact is the philly police department killed five kids they knew kids were in there they dropped bombs on the building and they let it burn now our government does this all the time all over the world they drop bombs all the time kids die they call them collateral damage it's disgusting and i hate it um but this was in on our own turf in philadelphia pennsylvania they killed five kids. They killed six people and five kids in a fire. Like I said, people were shooting. Things were happening. Who knows how annoying or what what illegal things this movement was doing. I don't know. Maybe they were just as innocent as Ramona Africa says. Maybe they were just as horrible as the police department says. But they made enough mistakes, the police department, that I'm siding with move on this one. They intentionally burned down two blocks of a predominantly black neighborhood, 64 homes of which had nothing To do with the conflict, costing the taxpayer $33 million in damages, and they killed kids. Ramona Africa is still alive today and has the burn scars from that night in 1985. She has been offered reconstructive surgery to remove the scars, but she refused. Quote, saying, why would I want to take it off? I want to be reminded. Yeah. Yeah. America bombed itself. We dropped a hell of a lot of bombs. I saw a map, the whole reason this was brought up is I was on Reddit, there's a subreddit called Map Porn, it's just about maps, not actual porn, but the same idea, like food porn, you just watch food. Uh, But anyway, Map Porn, it's about maps. I'm looking at a map that said every country America has bombed since 1946 and on, so not including World War II. It's It's almost all of them. And someone in the in the comments said, why aren't you having America? They've bombed America. And I was like, what's this? I clicked on the link, found this story. Holy crap, America bombed itself. They bombed Philadelphia, blew up an entire block, burned it up. So, yeah, don't be reminded. I thought it was important that you, my listeners, know this. I love my country, but we are, it is not perfect. We have made many, many mistakes. This is one of them. I don't know, reminds me of things like Waco. Anyway, thanks for listening, Who Thunkers. <laughs> until next week, check out your home movies because it's a fun experience and it's fun to do on the holidays like Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. So, or if whatever holiday you celebrate. And until next week, guys, catch you later.